This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. That's my body works. wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> so I naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you can Welcome to Fat Camp, a podcast that throws a eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hello and welcome to Fad Camp. Oh my God, Connor, we are in the fancy studio today. If this is just such a treat. This is incredible. Our voices sound amazing. We, sounds so sexy right we now. We look camera ready as well. <laughs> this is being recorded visually. Yeah, we're really nervous about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not comfortable on camera. No. We're much co- more confident on radio. But listen, that's what we're trying to fight against in Fad Camp. Make us more confident on camera. <laughs> Can't say that 10 times. Right, so this episode, we're in the fancy studio and actually... The fact that we're doing this episode on The Biggest Loser feels like it's cosmic timing. I have been putting off doing this episode for the longest time, Connor. Um, And I think it's because of survivor's guilt. This has been (laughs) hanging over us for so long. We've been living under the shadow. Of The Biggest Loser. For our entire lives, but also for this entire show. It's going, oh yeah, we must do that show. We must do that show. And the thing is, so anyone who is familiar with The Biggest Loser, I mean, say it's problematic (laughs) is an understatement but I was the biggest fan of the biggest loser for so long Connor like my teen years Saturday mornings you know when other people were watching I don't know cartoons watching cartoons going out like socialising with friends I was sitting watching (laughs) the biggest loser and judging the hell out of the contestants and myself at the same time and Grace, I can I just I just wanna just acknowledge that I know this is like a really like big and um intimidating uh, yeah. topic for us to, co- to cover and I can see you're actually trembling. <laughs> you're trembling. <laughs> the reason I'm trembling is because we have done episodes on TV shows before, such as uh, Super Size versus Super Skinny. They they take a lot of work because you have to do a lot of research about them. But the biggest loser, like really was, for me, one of the first um, weight loss show, reality TV shows that, like, not only, like, was, is the most popular one really out there, yeah. but, I mean, it has spread all over the world. There's, like, a Philippines okay. Biggest Loser. Australian one is huge. The UK one, uh, really popular as well. Yes. So there has been, like, different editions of the show all over the world. It really, for me, it started with the US one anyway, and I'm pretty yes. sure the US one is the first iteration of it anyway. But because of The Biggest Loser all of these other shows sprung from it. Of course, And yes. that's why it was so difficult to tackle. And also because there's been so many controversies surrounding it since that like when I say, if you like Google The Biggest Loser controversies, you are just going to see. <laughs> and it's like real publications as well. Like you go to the New York Times, The Guardian, like yeah. The Atlantic. They're all really like doing an in-depth analysis of this thing that 
like, by the way, is still going. So anyway, we're going to go into all of this. Absolutely. And can I just say as well, from my own perspective, while it wasn't a show that I watched as religiously as it sounds like you kind of did. <laughs> um, <not> just, <laughs> we we don't follow any religion Look, in my house. It's only The Biggest Loser. I went to Mass on Saturday and Sunday morning. You watch Biggest Loser. Okay, that's all I'm saying. No, but... Uh, even though it wasn't a show that I watched uh, all the time, I definitely saw episodes of it. I definitely saw clips yeah. of it. And I also remember every time you turned, uh, you switched to one specific channel, whatever channel it was on in Ireland yeah. back when are we talking, like the early 2000s or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I always feel like it was on like, do you know those random channels you have like Dave or like, right. you know, like Sky? There was always these like really yeah. odd, like, channels that would literally like it's almost like they'd have it on 24 well, 7 I'm saying yeah. I felt like there was a channel in my house yeah. and we didn't have any satellite channels I think it was literally on like TV3 or E4 yeah. or something like that yeah. that without fail when you switched to that channel yeah. the biggest loser would be on like remember when E4 used to do 24 hours of friends oh, yeah. like it was like they would do 24 hours of The, <laughs> the Biggest, biggest loser. loser. So yeah. you were guaranteed to see a little bit of it. So it's definitely like no one has gotten away from the show yeah. on Skates. Like, I feel like it's in the zeitgeist anyway, even if you weren't even if you weren't following it religiously like myself, <laughs> praying to it. <laughs> I had a deity at home. Yes. I had like a little altar. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, so listen, we'll go straight into it. Okay, so The Biggest Loser. <sighs> I just can't believe we're covering this. The Biggest Loser history, right? So I'm going to focus really on the US version of The Biggest Loser. I'm not going to go into... I mean, we could could talk about the UK one, which a lot of people probably over in Ireland and the UK would be more familiar with, but I'm going to talk focusing on the US one. So The Biggest Loser is an American competition reality Mm -hmm. show. It's like a game show. So it is a competition, right? That began in 2004, went on until 2016. 2004 to 2016? Yes. Wow. On NBC before moving over to USA Network in 2020. So it was gone for four years and then started again in 2020, which for me was really um, surprising because I feel like we're coming into more of an awareness Mm -hmm. at the moment of like kind of anti-diet or like not focusing on people's weight or how destructive these things are. And then it came back up in 2020 and they were like, do you know what this pandemic needs? (laughs) (laughs) It's the biggest loser. Yeah, yeah, let's do it again. COVID kilos, baby. (laughs) COVID kilos. The show features as... Uh, now, this is the um, description that the show uses. The show features obese or overweight contestants competing to win a cash prize by losing the highest percentage of weight relative to their initial weight. Oh, okay. So it's percentage, because obviously if you went just by pounds, There's usually it's men who would lose People the with different yeah. weight types and so, yeah, or weight exactly. amounts, yeah. Now, Connor, can you guess what the cash prize was for the biggest loser? For the... For the biggest loser, as in the loser of the biggest amount. <laughs> no, no, the m- biggest loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's whoever you thought was a, a massive loser. Such a oh, listen, oh wordplay. Whoever, whatever executive whoever came up with this name was just like, got it. Genius. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they wanted to call it Big Fat Loser Stupid oh, Bastards. Or totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, the crash prize, I want to say 100 grand. No, higher. A million dollars. Lower. Five hundred, <laughs> two hundred, two hundred fifty grand, three hundred grand, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wowzers! Yeah, I guessed it on the fifth try. <laughs> <laughs> so, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Which, by the way, they usually had about two prizes. So you had the Biggest Loser, which got two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then like you had someone else. Uh, I'll go into it. He might have gotten the like lesser a lower, loser. The lesser loser, um, the the lowest loser, will get like a le- lesser prize. But two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and so you can imagine the type of contestants that would be attracted to this are a lot of people who 
like would be giving up work yeah. to go into this show. And a lot of people in the States in particular who might have debt. Yeah. As, you know debt, what I mean? Like medical and, bills. Or a lot of people from impoverished areas mm-hmm. where they mightn't have access to nutritional food. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, anyway. And that 250 grand, to be fair to the show, like that's going to get you through like 10 years of therapy post being on this show. So like... <laughs> They're doing, a good, they're doing them a, a, a good service. <laughs> I imagine that's how they calculate it. Okay, so can, how much trauma are we going to actually put these contestants through? Okay, 250, that's going to get them yeah, through. That'll yeah, get yeah. them pretty far. Yeah, listen, fair play. Um, each season of The Biggest Loser lasted approximately 30 weeks. Each season? Yeah. Oh, because there's, there's several contestants, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot. No, there's, a, I think like 22 contestants. They come there. on in pairs. You're probably going to yeah. get into this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, let me as let, I recall yeah. I, I believe there was a man and there was a woman and don't they both ma- tried don't to don't mansplain <laughs> my religion to me okay but yeah you're right it, it, but, I know I was right <laughs> but as you can see there's a, a huge chunk of time so 30 weeks out 30 of someone's weeks. life right so you're talking like over half a year oh my goodness over someone's life so these people are giving up work because they have oh to go oh my god and take part in this and yeah. give up their life for it. So anyway, the contestants are grouped are grouped into teams, okay? So all wearing like separate coloured t-shirts. So they come in in pairs, as you said, um, and they work with a specific trainer. The trainers are responsible in conjunction with medical personnel oh, retained by the show uh, for designing comprehensive workout and nutrition plans and teaching them to the contestants, okay? Now, as part of the show, and that's all kind of like, kind of very bog standard as part of like any weight loss show. Yeah. But on top of that, The Biggest Loser also has various challenges and temptations. Temptations, you Temptations. That sounds saucy. (laughs) Oh, it gets sexy on this show. (laughs) Um, If you can imagine what the temptations are. I don't know. A room full of donuts. (laughs) Is that what we're talking about here? Yes. No. What? (laughs) I just thought of the most stupidest thing I could think of. How do you think the media views fat people? Well, donuts. Yeah. Yeah. They so they treat them like actual living walking donuts, and they <laughs> <laughs> they go, "Oh, the biggest temptation to you, fat dum dums, is food." So anyway, each week culminates <clears throat> in another way in to determine which team has lost the most amount of weight for the week. Okay. okay, so like so people come in in pairs. Yes. Okay, so you might have like eleven pairs. Yeah. Right, and like the pairs will be like people like a mother and daughter, yeah. father and son, husband best and friends, wife. husband and wife, all this yeah. sort of stuff. Um, Two people on a first date, they're like, what did we sign up for? (laughs) Two on a first date. They get them in the restaurant like, hey, you're two fat people on a date. Do you want to lose weight? They just stand outside the donut shop recruiting people. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So basically, but then when you come in and you're, you know, couple... They still want two teams to work with the trainers, so like they they'll like take half of the cup, like half of the pairs and put them into one team, and the other half into the other team. Oh, so they okay. kind of mix them up a bit. They split yeah. them up. Yeah, no, they don't split oh, them up. Sorry, but say okay. like say if us two went on the show, right? Which we, would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, listen a bit if the executives are listening. I've got uh, thirty weeks to spare. I'm not doing. Are you doing that for thirty weeks? No, oh, I, want, I want my life ruined. I'm it. Um, we'd be put with one trainer who would have a team of of different okay. pairs together. Okay. Gotcha. So anyway. Anyway, the team that has lost the lost the least percentage during the week, known as falling below the yellow line, so they have like literally, you know, a screen. Right. And if you're below this yellow line, you're up for elimination. Okay, which means you've lost the yes. least percentage. Oh, and people get voted out like the exactly. X Factor or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So 
one member will be voted off, right? When the, the actual no- original working title for the show was The Ex Fatter. <laughs> Um, but they just thought it was too obscure. Fear fatter. <laughs> all, all of these shows. When the number of contestants... America's Next Fat Model. Okay, anyway, right. Just had to... That's amazing. I would watch that show. America's that Next Fat Model. That show. should be a show. Um, when the number... Tyra Banks, are you listening? Um, when the number of contestants has shrunk to a predetermined smaller number, oh then God. the teams are dissolved and then the contestants basically compete one-on-one. Oh so then God. your teams are gone. So then it's like every man or woman. So your wife could be gone and you're still fighting yeah, on the team. Yeah, they literally take her out the back, they shoot her. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, it's like the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, it's literally based oh my on God, Hunger literally Games. The Hunger Games. Yep, wow. Yeah. If you drop donuts into a into an arena, oh my God. and you fight to the death. <laughs> the season finale features both the contestants remaining on the show and those who've been sent home early. So, like anyone who's been voted off comes back at the season finale. Okay. Okay. The latter. Um, the, those who are sent home early compete for a smaller prize. That's what I was kind of saying. There's like a smaller kind of consolation prize. <clears throat> the, when people who've been voted home, they continue to try and lose weight at home from what they've learned from The Biggest Loser. And so the ones who've lost the most percentage from when at home While get a smaller prize. That's kind of what oh I take. Now, okay. this all changes seasons because okay. it's been like 17 seasons. So, so it's like an incentive to like, you can keep, still do it yes, while you're at home. Exactly. You just won't have the, the, the studio lights on you and the big screen with all of your details on it. And you won't have a trainer screaming in your face. Screaming in your face. And I just want to say, we're having fun now. This is a comedy podcast, but I have a feeling things are about to take a dark turn because I remember horror stories from this. Just, you know, through the news and diet books. You know, sometimes you read a diet book and it would be like, here's a horror story from The Biggest Loser. Let's not try to do that. But also, you should try to lose weight with this diet book. Exactly, yeah. I, lo- I love when they do that. They're like, what they did was awful. Yeah. But here's my gentler way yeah. of telling you, you should still change. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm going to go into exactly what the trainers put people through. But when I say it is toxic, it yeah. like the stuff that was said is just so oh wrong. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so... You have the smaller prize, but then you have the larger prize. And the person who wins the larger prize, obviously $250,000 and your your title of The Biggest Loser. So each episode was about two hours long. The episode I am going to go in oh depth God. with was like an hour and 30 minutes without any it's ads. It's like a feature film. It's like a feature but, film, yeah. But so, so, sorry, so this is just one episode yeah. of the season, yeah. of this 30-week season. Yeah. Oh, I just pick one episode. No, I'm not going to choose the bloody third. No offense, lads. I know I put Brad effort Hamp in. is now a Biggest Loser rewatch <laughs> show. <laughs> you know, the Office Ladies yeah, or the yeah. Scrubs podcast. Or Gilmore Guys. Imagine yeah. we did that. We just went through every episode of, of like, I also, by the way, doing research for the show, I remember I, call, I sent you a video. I was so nervous to go into the research because also it brings up a lot of stuff yeah. because they're saying things at your worst time you say to yourself mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. being fat or yeah. like having weight on your whatever. So like I was like, oh my God, am I going to literally turn into this person who now does like 800, only eats 800 calories a day? And, sure, it can, yeah. it can go, you can still watch something like this and go, oh my God, that's so terrible. They're so yeah. mean. How could they say that someone... But still being delivered that subconscious message of, I'm too big. What if I fasted for a while? Or what if I cut these five (laughs) food groups or whatever? Oh my God, they demonise food so much. Mm. And also like... It, the show is edited to make fat people look like the laziest, stupid, stupid, yeah. most unhealthy people you've ever met. Yeah. Oh 
and like that's what I mean it, and it does it, get, it gets into you anyway I almost just started crying I'm just, <laughs> just going to be totally honest for everyone at home I'm very emotional right now yeah. I almost started crying when you said that oh Connor <laughs> yeah. you're beautiful baby don't you don't you don't you watch this show although now I'm going to show you loads of clips yeah. but don't you watch this show okay so just go quickly into it right you have the temptation the temptation usually requires contestants to gamble by eating or drinking delicious high calorie foods in Sounds exchange. So exciting. Gamble with delicious food? Where can I sign up? Gamble with your life. <laughs> it's a gun to your head and it's like Russian roulette. Um, but there's donuts in the gun. It's like, is the, is the chamber going to have a, have a donut in it or a bullet? Which one's worse? I'd love a donut gun. Um, in exchange for something that they want. So like examples are, if you eat a sweet, you might get a chance to call a loved one back home. What? That's what I mean, Connor. <laughs> when I say this, this is like effed up. Some sort of fucking prison shit. You could eat a slice of cake to win an exercise bike or give up time with a trainer to win some money. Okay, wait, so hang on. So I'm still stuck on this calling a loved one back home thing. So you can eat a slice of cake and then you will be given the opportunity to call a loved one. But that might add to your weight total yes, for the week and exactly. you may not win. So... Yep. sacrifice calling your loved yeah. ones by by not eating the cake and yeah. possibly hit your, your weight target. And you know what's so interesting? Now that I think about it, hearing this out loud, I'm like, it almost is like a kind of metaphor for when you go out to dinner, yeah. like in a restaurant yeah. with the family to enjoy, like say like catching up with friends or family, you might go out to a restaurant, totally. enjoy delicious food, but then that delicious food might make you fat. So don't go. So don't, don't spend time with loved ones. Yeah. That's literally yeah. what it means. Those loved ones just want to get you fat. <laughs> they just love you the way you are, yeah. you simpleton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is it. The temptation. And one of the temptations God. I watched. Getting is, all sauced up here. <laughs> one of the temptations. And it me. Do you know what? I guess. First of all, it's like to call it a temptation. It's basically just nice food mm-hmm. that they get to eat. Right. But like also it doesn't teach anyone anything. No. About listening to your body or eating food or like. Maybe like enjoying food. Yeah. It's all about like, okay, so you want to you wanna get this thing, you're going to have to eat all these calories. And like the temptation I watched, right? That's so fucked the up. The way they did it. They had That's three... So t- <laughs> That's so fucked up. Like, why? I know. But they had three tables, Connor, okay? That's purely for entertainment. I'm sorry, but that's yes, purely yeah, for entertainment. Yeah. It's so we can go, oh, will... Because because we yeah. know they're going to be emotional, you know, yeah. on this process away from their family for like, what, 30 weeks and stuff? But, but wait, so some, of these people have, some of these people have kids. <laughs> They have children at home. And they're like, oh, you want to you want to talk to your child? Well, you big fat dum-dum, you're going to have to eat something. And it's like, that's, that's what I mean. That's it's, cruel. It's, that's it's, genuinely cruel. Like, that's what I mean, though. This one, The Biggest Loser really takes it up a notch to other weight loss shows we've watched by doing things about, like, competing. Yeah. Comp- like, it's not about actually li- liking oh, totally. yourself or health. It's yeah. about competing. Yeah. So anyway, The Temptation I watched, they had three tables. And, like... One table had like snacks with only 50 calories. Another table had like snacks that were like 100 to 200 calories. And the third table had snacks that were like, you know, sausage rolls and donuts and table cakes. Table number three all the way, baby. Maybe girl. Um, I want to be sponsored by table number three. <laughs> but basically, if you ate... Table number three is going to c- cater my wedding or my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> or my funeral. So if you ate, right, say from like table number three and you ate an entire plate... You would get to like, it's so stupid, 
throw something at a balloon. There was all these balloons, right? Okay. Throw something at a balloon. And there was more immunity cards behind these balloons. Okay. So then you get immunity for that week. But if you get if you pick like the 50 calorie one, there was less immunity cards behind their balloons. So it's like you'd have to eat. So it's, it was just, I was like, it was so convoluted and so over the top that I was like, this makes no sense. Yeah. And it's all about immunity for that week. So you get to stay there longer. But you'd have to maybe possibly put on weight to stay there longer. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so then... So then it just basically says losing weight actually isn't really the important thing here. It's providing entertainment for people. Providing entertainment for people, but also staying there the longest. And also, there's money involved. So once again, $250,000 for you to put your body on the line. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? For a lot of people who are... like, Like, none of these people were rich people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like $250,000 means a lot to them. And if you're constantly being told by everyone in the show that you're going to die if you don't mm-hmm. lose weight, then of course you're like, oh yeah, like this is about my life. Yeah. So you get into this weird sort of like cult-like thinking where you're like, totally. I have to be here in order to li- to survive and live my life and to not die, but also to get this money. I'm sorry, but also when you think about it, like $250,000, okay, that's a lot of money. But for 13 weeks of yeah. hard work where yeah. you're endangering your physical and mental health, right? And you're probably yeah. the rest of your life, your relationships might suffer, your job. Oh, we're going to go into it. They definitely do. Might suffer. But <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like there are game shows, like who wants to be a millionaire? A million, you, yeah. Uh, you, you're, you're there for one night. <laughs> yeah. You answer a few trivia questions. Yes. It's like a pub quiz. You That's know, actually so true. Yeah. They, they hand you a check for yeah. whatever you can get to. Yeah. But, and it's one night. It's yeah. one evening of your life. But this is like, hey, how about for 30 weeks? Like, if anything, you could probably just get a new job. Yeah. You know, and work less hours and put yourself through less physical and mental pain. Yeah. And maybe just, you know, get but, a, a gym yeah. membership or join a sports team or whatever and try to lose a, a bit of weight if that's what you want to do and earn like, you know, between you and your partner, but the, earn the thing, close to that amount of money at the, the same thing, time. The thing is that they keep saying to the people on the show is, how have you let yourself get to this? You're going to die soon. Like mm. you're going to have a heart. Like they co- constantly tell them yeah. that they're on the brink of death. Mm. <laughs> Because I'm going to kill you. (laughs) So if you put that into someone's head. Oh, totally. You know, it changes everything. They're just happy to be there. Okay, so you have then, you have the reward challenge. This is another thing where contestants compete to win a prize. Prize range from immunity, as I said, which is exemption from elimination, exercise equipment, phone calls home, weight prizes. Oh, yeah, they do this thing, the weight prizes, which allow winners of a challenge to have a greater weight loss at weigh-in. Or losers of a challenge to have a lower weight loss at weigh-in. Right. So if you win, you get like a one pound advantage. So if you lose six pounds, actually they're going to say, oh, you lost seven because you have your one pound advantage. But the person who does the worst gets a minus one. Yeah. So you could lose five pounds. Like, well, oh, but you only lose four. So it's just arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so frustrating. So then that's just got to be so confusing for these poor people who yeah. are like, but I lost the five pounds. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing here? Yeah. It's like, no, but you see, minus two equals fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and the square root of pi, you fat piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like I'm doing a beautiful mind looking at this. Oh right? my I feel gosh. like, yeah. So then you have the initial workout, okay? Contestants work out with trainers. Uh, during the segment, the trainers often speak to certain contestants, especially those doing poorly, usually about their underlying emotional issues, such as losing a loved one. Um, or, you know, their just history. Seems like a good time to bring this up. Uh, you know, a great time in the gym with a trainer that I don't know has had any yeah. training in Well, there's terms. cameras present. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I really like that the trainers are like, yeah, um, because I have a fantastic ass, I'm yeah. going to be able to tell you, to talk to you about your trauma from your past. Yeah. Don't know what any of their qualifications are in terms of being able to, like, are they psychiatrists, psychologists? Absolutely not. Um, last chance workout. The last chance workout is often the most grueling one, and that's just before weigh-in. Okay. The last chance challenge. Like once again, all this stuff. This is like a kind of a mix between the reward challenge and last chance workout. It's basically the challenge is usually inside the gym and it's like a last minute thing that you get to do uh, before weigh-in. So you'll have a two pound weight advantage. Then you have the weigh-in and then you have the vote. Now, I just want to talk very quickly about the vote. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The vote, when I think back to it. Now, I'm like, if this wasn't so tragic, it'd be hilarious. Basically, it's the final segment of the show. The team that have like the least percentage of weight loss are up for elimination, right? Um, it takes place in a dining room. Okay. Full of refrigerators that are mm. labelled with each contestant's name. Oh, God. And the food. That sounds like something out of a slasher movie. <laughs> I know. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> the refrigerators um, are labelled with the contestant's name and filled with the contestant's favourite tempting food. Mm. <laughs> like filled like a fridge <laughs> just full filled. of sherbet <laughs> like is that what we're talking about here do you know what might be filled with like Pepsi Max <laughs> <laughs> might it be just filled with single slices of pizza oh, not full pizzas just single might like, it be filled with single slices of cheese <laughs> you know like those Homer, things, like, like, like yeah, yeah 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 so um sorry prior to the vote contestants facing elimination plead their case right Okay. With their team. This sounds so why fucking they, dystopian and Orwellian. It's yeah, so weird. exactly. About why they should remain on the ranch, which is what they call like the place. The <laughs> Come on. As in the place where cows live. <laughs> Come on, people. What is this? What is this? I didn't even consider that. The ranch. Fuckers. Where animals where, live on where, a ranch. Yeah, yeah. The contestants face elimination. The contestants facing elimination arrive at the dining room first and the others who are like the other contestants who are like voting them out come in carrying a plate containing the name of the person they want to vote out but like they have it covered as if it's like you know like they're like oh right reveal- like, once again also do a food revealing yes, yes. Like, come down with me where they show yes. the, the prize at the end. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. the prize is, like, something really shit in this case. Exactly. Um, in the event of a tie, the contestant or team who lost the least percentage of weight is eliminated, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's basically how the show works, right? I don't remember this. Part, like, in the bits that I saw in the past, I don't remember that fridge dining room. That's because obviously you didn't watch the whole episode like I me. Didn't, I should have, I should have, yeah. Obviously you didn't, you weren't so into it. You were like, oh, I have to see which poor person gets sent turfed out home of the yeah. ranch. Um, okay, so I focused in on an episode for this because like obviously there's so many episodes you could do. So I was like, you know, what? I'll just pick a random episode yeah. from a random season. The first thing that came up was season seven. So I went, okay, I'll go episode one, season just seven. any random episode. Let's just just like, let's just see what happens. Yeah. Let's do it, okay? So I'm going to start with the first workout. Okay. Okay. We're going to do that in studio here today. Okay, amazing. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's why you had me wear yoga pants. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, the first workout is usually done with the trainers. And the trainers are Gillian Michaels and Bob Harper. Yeah. Okay. Those names are like infamous. In infamous. The oh my God. Gillian Michaels in particular is, mm-hmm. she's. it's almost like she has her own empire. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the first workout is usually like they arrive literally on the ranch, like <laughs> Like the cattle that they are. Like the cattle, cattle, uh, like herders. That yeah, they yeah, are. yeah, yeah. There's two farmers who are like, yeah. hey, ha, <laughs> get in there, hey. 
<laughs> all the poor people just like <laughs> spooked yeah, running yeah, through yeah. the field. Oh, Gone this is our first workout. Um, now it's usually done with the trainers, but in this season seven, episode one, okay. to spice things up because obviously they're running out of ideas. They get the contestants to work out without the trainers. So they literally introduce these people into a gym. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, just have at it, kids. Have at it. Um, but, like, can I just say, all the contestants, this one is a couples one. Okay, so okay. they have everyone coming oh, in in oh, couples. This season, this is, season is called yeah. the couples. So, okay. they, once again, father, son, daughter, mother, brothers, cousins. And one couple I have to point out is a 63-year-old married couple. Grandparents, Come okay? On. So, like, they put them into the gym and like obviously the grandparents are literally standing there like and some of the stuff looks like, looks like sex equipment they're like kind of holding like bands and being yeah. like what's this you know but other ones are just like you know throwing things running like they're all doing mm-hmm. general general stuff but the big twist Connor is that the two trainers Gillian and Bob are watching them oh through a camera God. now I just want to show you masturbating profusely <laughs> But I just want to... I wouldn't be surprised at this <laughs> yeah, yeah, stage, yeah, Grace. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show you a clip here God. of them... Masturbating. Watching, yeah. <laughs> masturbating. Watching the contestants. This is total chaos in there. I look at the white team and I'm just thinking, oh, man, do they even know what they've gotten themselves into? This is actually a really insightful way of meeting the contestants. Jillian and I, with a monitor watching hidden cameras of a workout on their own. And it was a sight to be seen. So that was just a short clip. The reason why I wanted to show it, because it's as if the trainers are like, I can't believe, it's like they're watching animals in a zoo. The way they're watching, and they're so like... (laughs) That just bummed me out. (laughs) That just bummed me the fuck out. (laughs) But the two of them are watching them work out, and they're literally like, look at the state of them. They don't know what they're doing. And they're like, yeah, like a lot of people go into a gym, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And some people, by the way, do. They're like on a treadmill, they're running, Mm. they're whatever. But like, they were watching the 63-year-old couple who were just standing there kind of confused about why they were not being shown around a gym and then judging the hell out of them. They're like, it's like, this is how you're starting with this attitude of, yeah. and have these people been doing the show for seven seasons and they're surprised that yeah. heavy people yeah. are uh, unfamiliar with, you know, exercise equipment. But even like, it's not even just heavy people. Like a lot of people who go into gyms find it incredibly, oh, totally. incredibly like, you know, like a lot of people don't like to go into a gym because first sure, of all, it's intimidating. intimidating. You might know what machines to use. You think, oh, am I doing this wrong? Mm. And you could be any size. But fat people, in particular also feel very judged oh, going absolutely. into gyms so never would go into Yeah, them. you don't want to feel like you know, I don't know someone's watching you on a hidden camera <laughs> like making fun of you like that would Which, be like by a the way, nightmare it, I, I think a lot of fat people as well would go yeah, that's kind of how I feel maybe some people who work at the gym sure. talk about sure. people who are at the gym and I'm yeah. sure that they do so watching that is like watching your greatest fear realised Totally, and if you've ever been to a gym as a, a, a fat person um you know, getting a trainer or a person who shows you the ropes and they're actually like, oh, don't worry, look, you know, it's been intimidating at first, but like, you know, and they're patient with you and they're like understanding that this is your first time here and that this equipment is dangerous and, you know, it's important to kind of take your time and, you know, make mistakes, or not make mistakes, but like not be afraid to like give certain things a go. Yeah. Like you're so grateful when you get someone like that in the gym to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or even like, Posture, like you know, when you lift a totally, weight, a lot of people, totally. uh, even like at the at-home workouts, all of the trainers in the at-home workouts literally have to be like, okay, this is by the way mm-hmm. how you do this, yeah, because you might hurt your back. Totally, yeah. Anyway, by the way, just I'm not even going to show you this clip, but the first thing that happens is we just saw Jerry, who by the way is the 63 year old grandfather yeah. who's there. He faints. The trainers come in and he faints after his workout on his own. Oh my god! Right, and the trainers 
this is how the trainers come back. So, by the way, an ambulance has to come in. Oh, Now, wow. he actually is fine. I okay. think it's, they come back and they explain that it's low blood pressure that he had, okay? okay? But before even knowing any of this, okay, he faints after doing a workout on his own because he's a 63-year-old man who's never been to the gym and they let him into the gym by himself. Yeah. So he faints and he's, he is responding, but they bring him to the hospital just in case, right? This is what the trainers say to the contestants, like, when they come back in after um, he's fainted, okay? By the way, his wife, his poor, poor wife is there. Like, she doesn't go to the hospital with him. I think we want you to understand right off the bat that it is about life and death. You guys are exactly where you need to be right now because you're looking at your future if you don't change what you're doing right now. They're using him as an example. First of all, straight away, as I said, it was low blood pressure. He came back and he was like, oh, I have really low blood pressure. So they didn't even know what, why he fainted and straight away they came in and go, you see, life and death. Yeah. Do you want to end up like that? His wife's there. <laughs> His wife. Is so- he might not even be coming back from the hospital, okay? I wouldn't be surprised if he's already in the ground. <laughs> like, that's what I mean though. It's like, oh my God. The assumption straight away is there like, yeah, you see, life and death. And that's what I mean when these people then, if you're, if someone's telling you that if you're not here, you're going to die straight away because yeah. of your weight. You are going to be like, I have to, I have to remain here. Yeah. I have to do whatever they say. Oh, totally. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was like a, a weird, funny moment. Okay, straight away. That was away, hilarious. That was, that was a <laughs> hilarious moment. Thank you for sharing. The 63-year-old granddad fainting and them using him as an example. That was just, oh. <laughs> so the next thing that they do, right, and I'm going to show you here, is they pick teams. But the trainer's it's terrible what they do because obviously they're in couples they're all in different coloured t-shirts but you're either going to be training with Gillian or you're going to be training with Bob okay the trainers first pick the first two teams okay okay then after that like say if the pinks are picked they pick the next two to join their team but you're really picking people based on how fit you think they are okay by just looking at them they've only met like an hour ago so can I just I'm just going to show you how this one contestant feels about the whole situation. And so forth. Well, here we got to pick teams. And you start registering your, in your head, someone's going to be last. We've all been there. We've all been the fat kid in gym class. And now we're a bunch of fat kids at a really fat gym class. And someone's going to get picked last. That really hit home with me when he said that. Mm-hmm. I was like, it is so mean. Oh, yeah. To pick people that yeah. way. And... He has really hit into something. Totally. I I was the fat kid who same. was always picked last. Same, who, by the way, same. for Duck Duck Goose, was always picked for Goose to chase people because no one thought I could catch oh them. Oh my God, Grace. <laughs> but you know what, that... bitches? I caught that goddamn duck. And I stamped on their throats. <laughs> <laughs> I was expelled. No, but like, it's that thing of like... <laughs> Sorry, there was an incident in my primary school when there was some throat stamping, but it wasn't, I wasn't involved. Oh my gosh. Where did you go to school? <laughs> North side of Dublin. <laughs> you Oliver Twist. Like, what happened <laughs> in your school? No, but the fat kid being picked last thing, that is just so triggering. Yeah. And I guarantee the people who um, orchestrated that whole bit, you know, yeah. that whole segment on the show, were totally tapping into that. Oh, absolutely. It is... They're like, this is a story. This yeah, is a story yeah, for the show. Yeah, yeah, Straight away, the first thing we can do is really tap into the vulnerabilities of these people. We know exactly how they feel when you're picked last because you start thinking in your head, oh, is it me? Is it something the way I look? <laughs> I'm telling you, John, like, Connor, the fact that I had to do so much research for this show, it is not good. Okay, 
And a bit of a warning here for anyone listening. If you do not like listening to weigh-ins, please skip along. We're going to try as much as we can not to actually put any of the contestants' weight into the show because Mm. I don't think it helps anyone to hear someone else's weight. But their weigh-in is obviously a big part of the show. Um, It is completely awful what it's they do. It's beyond problematic. It's beyond problematic. And I think, you know, like we are like joking about everything and laughing about everything a lot, but I think that's like kind of just the whole thing with our show and Fad Camp. It's how we process these yeah. things because otherwise like it can really like get to us if we, oh, yeah. If we yeah. you know, because we yeah. do get frustrated, we do get angry about it, we do get upset by it, we do get triggered like we yeah. said by it. But also, you know, I think talking about it helps and laughing about it helps oh, too, I, you know. Yeah, for anyone by the way, when we laugh about it, I'm laughing about the way how fucked up it is. How messed up it is and how the media actually view big people, fat people is so ridiculous and so wrong that I'm like, if we make fun of this, we can show people that yeah. actually it's ridiculous to start off with. Don't take it seriously. Don't watch it. And how fucked up is it that this was considered normal? Oh, yeah. This and the fact that this show went on for so long yeah. shows that there was an quote unquote appetite for it. See what I did oh. there? You know, so what does that say about yeah. us as a society, as us as heavy people yeah. growing up watching this yeah. and enjoying it and judging and judging ourselves, you know? And it was totally internalised fat phobia. Totally. I, as as an overweight, fat teenager mm-hmm. who hated mm. the way I looked, mm. hated myself, watched this show and hated the contestants. Right. I right. watched, the way I would talk about those contestants was the way I felt about myself. Be- and that's that, that's what I mean about these shows. 2004, we've talked about it, the early noughties, mm-hmm. not a good time. No. Not a good time. What the fuck was going on? <laughs> reality, <laughs> yeah. reality TV yeah. shows, it was this Gordon Ramsay, yes. X Factor, yeah. Simon Cowell, yeah. tough love, mean bullshit. And that made its way into this um, fat, these yeah. fat loss programs. And I think what makes it so difficult as, you know, a, a heavy person watching these things growing up and, and feeling like, oh, and like you say, hating the contestants, judging yeah. the contestants. Yeah. And it's because it's put across in these shows that if only they were if only they would just have the motivation mm-hmm. and stick to the mm-hmm. diet and see the consequences of their actions and do the exercise just the way us naturally fit and thin people tell them to mm-hmm. they would lose weight and as viewers we go yeah why don't these fat yeah. people just listen to the experts you know yeah. and you know what's so interesting is you're going to see here in this show what they put the contestants through to lose weight. Losing weight is not easy. It is not easy. It is actually one of the most difficult things to do. Your body fights you. It doesn't want to do it. So when I look, when people are like, why don't you just do this? First of all, like for a lot of people, I'd ask them, how much weight in your life have you lost? And sometimes people will say, oh, you know, maybe I've lost 10 pounds. Sometimes intentionally doing it. Sometimes actually your body naturally changing. You get, mm. you went through a time where you were stressed and you kind of didn't eat, mm. all this sort of stuff. But you have all different reasons for why your body changes up and down. And it will continue to do so. These people are losing hundreds of pounds. Wow. What they are doing is not natural. It mm-hmm. is really, they, are, they have to put months aside of their life to yeah. do it. They are doing one of the most mentally and physically challenging things. And we're saying... Just do it. Why, why, why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the what's the problem? They have to give up nearly over six months of their life yeah. away from their family, go to a place where you have, you know, 
the the trainers you have like but you, you you've everything supplied to you in order to do something that is really impossible so how how are you going to ask someone to do that in their life with all the problems that we know we're facing in everyday life exactly yeah and like every weight loss show every fad diet and in so many of the fad diets we've explored in fad mm. camp we see and I feel like we will see in The Biggest Loser the law of diminishing returns oh, that first week or that first month on the new diet you're going to have an, an amazing weight loss yeah. you're going to lose yeah. 10, 20, 30 pounds oh my god this works yeah. and the bigger you are the more extreme and impressive those yeah. numbers are going to be but then week two, week three, week four as things go on your body adapts to this yes, new diet yep. so now you have to either work twice as hard or eat half as much Yes, uh, to lose half as much weight as you did each previous week until yep. the point that you get that you are maintaining plateauing, each week yep. you're plateauing you're maybe losing one pound you're going mm-hmm. back up two pounds so and and all you have uh, in every single one of these situations and the biggest loser is obviously the most extreme example I yep. think all you have is a fitness expert going what are you doing wrong? Yes, yeah. What, what you're the problem. <laughs> Hi, Charlie Williams. Lovely to meet you. Congratulations on making it to the final round. You are a front runner to be one of our contestants. Hi, uh, that sounds good, but I'm still pretty apprehensive about being on the show. Uh, I'm not sure of the name, the the biggest loser. It seems kind of degrading. I totally get where you're coming from, Charlie. It's a working title, nothing set in stone. You will be treated with the highest regard throughout filming. Okay. Now, tell me a bit about yourself, Charlie. Okay, um, I guess I've been... I've been big ever since I was a child. So, I suppose you could say you are the biggest little loser? Uh, I I wouldn't say that. The biggest little loser! Wait, what was that? Oh, nothing. We're just playing around with the title a little. Now, come on, tell me about a major event in your life. I... I lost my mother at a young age. Oh, I am so sorry for your loss. The Biggest Little Orphan Loser! There it is again. I don't know what is happening. Just a coinky dink. Please, tell me more about yourself. Go on. Okay, well, I suffered from depression after that. Oh my god, that is terrible. The Biggest Little Sad Orphan Loser! Okay, that is getting too specific. (laughs) Charlie, I don't think so. A lot of our contestants have similar experiences. Go on, tell me about your teen years. My teen years? Well, I had acne. The biggest little crater face, sad orphan loser. Okay, you cannot tell me that wasn't about me. (laughs) Come on, Charlie. Show me one person who didn't have acne as a teen. I think you're letting your nerves get to you here. Let's talk about your 20s. My 20s, well, dating didn't come naturally to me. I found it hard to get into relationships. The biggest little lonely, lipstick, crater face, sad orphan loser! What? No, 
I can perform. This is getting out of control. I've achieved a lot in my life. Darley Williams, the biggest little lonely limp dick crater face sad orphan loser. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights, or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Grainne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. If you want to hear more bonus exclusive content for FadCamp, make sure to log on to Headstuff Plus and for as little as a fiver a month, you can support our show and other shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network and hear exclusive content from FadCamp. That's bonus episodes, photos, videos. It's a really good time. So we hope to see you there. Now back to the show. I, I'm just going to say, keep listening. We might have to do two parts of this episode already. God, I need it's, to take yeah. a fucking breather, man. When I say there have been studies done on the Biggest Loser contestants because of what has happened to their bodies since. So please stay tuned for that because like when I say that like people, essentially the Biggest Loser, for one thing, has been a blessing to the science community when it comes to right. essentially to- how bad it is mm-hmm. for people to do this sort of intentional weight, yeah. extreme intentional weight loss. Wow. Okay, now, the first way in. So once again, we did that, we, we did oh, a little like, warning and then we went on an absolute rant. But that was our warning, okay? We're going to do the first way in here, okay? I'm going to show you a clip. Basically, all, also for the first way in, you know, all of the contestants are wearing the most unflattering um, tight lycra shorts I've ever seen in my and life. bright coloured t-shirts. And bright coloured t-shirts. For way in, they all have to take their tops off. Oh. For I don't know what reason. A t-shirt maybe weighs two ounces. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, why would you make someone stand on a scale? Is that t-shirt with their made t-shirt? of lead? <laughs> what? Pure solid gold. <laughs> 24 karat gold t-shirt. So the women are in sports bras and the men have to take their t-shirts off, okay? The women, by the way, don't have their t-shirts on when they're standing waiting to on the scales. They are only allowed in sports bras. The men have to take their t-shirts off when they go on the scales, okay? <clears throat> so I'm going to show you one way in um, just to show you what happens um, when they're up on the scales. Kristen, your starting weight is 360 pounds. You are officially the heaviest woman we have ever had on The Biggest Loser by 62 pounds. Oh my God, my weight is more than the guys on the defensive line for the Green Bay Packers. Your starting weight is... 12. Yellow team, you are starting out with a combined total of 512 pounds. Mandy. What's going on? I don't even let my husband see me like this. I'm going to cry yeah. like fucking hell. So yeah, the, basically they had two teams there getting up on the scales. What really got me there, you know when she mentioned that she was the heaviest woman and then she goes, by 62 pounds. Like I'm like, okay, she knows. Yeah. And there's no need to go adding 
Uh-huh. Like it's like it's like they want to turn the knife and go mm-hmm. buy sixty two pence. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah. it's because they're operating. I mean, on two levels. One is uh, bigger and more extreme for TV entertainment purposes, mm-hmm. right? But also, it's they have this. They ha- they have to have this thing in their head of like, oh, this is tough love. We have to scare them. Yes. scare them yeah. thin. You know, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> scare the fat right off your ass. <laughs> they like jump out of the different corners <laughs> while they're eating. They're just like, oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I, I was kind of just reacting there to like, you know, the reaction shots yeah. of the trainer, Bob, oh, or stop. pal Bob, his face when the first like oh, wake shows up the screen. He has this like look of like shock and disgust on his face. Well, if These you, poor yeah, women in yeah. their underwear, like yeah. weighing themselves, and he's like looking at them like, as if to be like, oh my God. And he's, this is, dude, this is your seventh season. Seven, you I think he, I You're think, supposed to be helping people yeah. lose weight. You know that people be heavy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, reacting as if, reacting as if like, this person is some disgusting monster that's, yeah. or that's popped out really isn't going to help anyone and that's no. what I mean like yeah you're so right this, this is not their first yeah. their first go their first rodeo <laughs> on the ranch you've heard of cattle before Bob <laughs> yeah bro get your lasso ready <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, you're so right. Why? Why would you react recoil mm-hmm. like that? So, so that so that what my answer to that mm-hmm. question is it's put on. Yeah, you know it's yeah. put on for effect. It's Oh my God! Yeah, I can't believe someone could ever let them, their body, their beautiful sculpted abs like mine, just go to Jello. <laughs> <laughs> like get in the head of somebody like yeah, this yeah, must yeah, be yeah, their worst yeah, nightmare, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but really, Bob, you've seen us before. Yeah, You're, this is your job. You're supposed yeah. to be an expert. So like, have a bit of fucking empathy. Yeah, you know, and and, and also be like, genuine and go. And even if you feel that that is like a fate worse than death to, to yep. weigh twice what you might actually yep. weigh, like, you know, look at it as a chance to like help this person if that's yep. where you're coming from. Absolutely. You know, as well, like you've seen these people. Like I actually look at these people and I'm like, yeah, they're they're people. So like to be like talking to someone as a human being and then the moment they step on a scale go, <laughs> It's like they Sorry. took off a mask. Yeah, I didn't realise you were some sort of lizard alien. Like, oh my God, no, I, I quit. I'm out. I can't do this. <laughs> like you had, a, you were just conversing with that person in another room. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, I'm going to show you the first workout now. Okay, the first workout, always a very intense workout. The trainers like to be like, welcome to hell. All welcome right. to me destroying any relationship you might have with, 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 with exercise <laughs> with or moving your body in an enjoyable way. Welcome to hell, way. maggots. <laughs> It's as it, honestly, it's like they're going to drill war. Stru- drill instructor, and that was also a big thing back yeah. then as well. Um, it's I call it the Simon Cowell effect. It is really the Simon right. Cowell effect of this. But I'm just going to show you now um, a bit of the workout. Let me explain something to you. When your lips turn blue, then you're going to pass out. Okay, but you're not going to die. I've barely even begun the first workout. And Laura starts with the theatrics. Can't breathe, no. No, good. Is this it? Step up. Step off. Step off. Step off. Step off. Quitting. Get on the treadmill. So, as you can hear, that girl, that woman is saying, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You can hear that she's having trouble breathing. And Jillian Michaels is like, Are you quitting? You're going to quit? And it's that thing of like, this person is listening to their body. They haven't exercised like this before. Yeah. She, at this moment, cannot catch her breath. What are you doing? Screaming at a person like that and making her feel bad. The conti- By the way, she doesn't get to stop. And she vomits. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She vomits on the treadmill and Julian Michaels makes her continue running on the same treadmill. They vomit. 
every single workout pretty much over the season. And I, the contestants, I'm going to go into contestants' testimonials after this about how much people vomited and how they were encouraged. Like as in like the trainers were like, oh, got another one to vomit yeah. during a workout. Yeah, because that's a good thing uh, to, to vomit when you're working out. Um, and just this thing of like, you know, Again, it's this act that these trainers are putting on. She's sitting there on the side of the treadmill and she's saying, your lips are going to turn blue and you're going to pass out. Yeah. But you're not going to die. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, what is this? Yeah. Like, what, like yeah. you know, she might. She yeah, might die. Yeah. But you know? apparently to you, she could die at any minute because of yeah. her weight. So why wouldn't, if her, if her lips turn blue, you wouldn't be concerned? Yeah. And that just, that thing, like... When you're on a treadmill and you're struggling and you're not used to being on a treadmill, and as we know, treadmills are responsible for 100% of fatalities in America every year. Like, treadmills are genuinely a death trap. So if you're struggling on a treadmill, get off the treadmill. And if you have a trainer with you, it's their fucking responsibility to turn down the fucking speed gradually so you can safely get off it. And she makes her step off it while it's still fucking moving. Yeah, she goes, get off, get off. She doesn't actually turn it down. That's so dangerous for someone who's inexperienced and someone who's also that heavy as well. You know, there's just so many factors at play here and someone who's struggling to fucking breathe, who's having probably close to having some sort of like... And you can hear her. Like, she was really loud Mm -hmm. in terms of like actually struggling to take in a breath. By the way, (laughs) Gillian Michaels is like sitting on the treadmill yeah, I love it. Ginny yeah. Michaels is sitting on the treadmill like Gollum. Like as in yeah. like she's on the side like crouched up and she's like, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> like, it's like you're weirdly evil. And there was also a clip of a guy doing yes. weights, uh, doing like a barbell weight that A, looked very extreme and B, I don't know how good his form was. No. This, maybe he is someone with a past in working out. I don't know. Chances are this could be one of his first times. But like the stuff he was doing, he was like springing his spine yeah. all over the place. Yeah, like, his, no, you're right. It, it wasn't, it didn't look like he was actually crouching. His back looked yeah. bent and your mind yeah. just kept going, yeah, another like, one, another yeah, one. So yeah. form didn't matter. No, form this does is not matter to these people. This is their first workout. Yeah. So anyone, if you're a trainer Slow. listening, you know that the first workout you're trying to get yeah. their form good yeah. before speed because they could <laughs> like, you'd rather do, the, you hear it all the time, you would rather someone do five like perfect reps yeah. than like 50 speed reps of, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah, spring yeah, my yeah, spine yeah, all over the yeah, place. You yeah. know, it's like, I know. Come on. Now, come on. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to share a clip of the challenge because the challenge is actually so stupid that, you know, when you're like, they just, it's like all of it is about making them look like dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb, dumbs. Yeah. Like all of it is about Editing them to make them look lazy, but also just to like to have heavy people rolling around, essentially like making them look. Oh, do they put idiotic. like clown music on? on when they look? Do they do stuff like no, that? no, no, no. Okay, well, that's some. That, that's, no, no, yeah, like no, that. they don't. Fair, fair play, fair play to them. Now they have that little bit <laughs> oh, of dignity. Geez. Well, you know what? They've won me back. They've won me over. <laughs> Let's go watch it. Chris, now. you know what I have to say? Watching that clip when you pressed stop, I was like, no, I want to see what happens next. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. we had the same experience when we were watching Fit Fat Fit and yeah. Super Size for Super Skinny. It's because the shows are designed in a, in a way to kind of hook your attention. Absolutely, like it's that very much like kind of fast food TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um that you do want you do go, oh, but what happens next? Yep. Does she get back in the treadmill? Her friend seemed to be like motivating her and her friend seemed to be getting a bit tough lovey as the, well. The, this is what they do as well, right? Because they're in groups mm. and because if someone in your group doesn't do as well, you start to oh. become the trainer oh, because you're like, oh, I don't want to be eliminated yeah. this week. So you better. Yeah. And she literally goes, I've lost my weight for this yeah. week. I want to yeah. get that sweet 250K. Yeah. So she, even her friend is like, 
she, she about the end of that clip, yeah. and I, I cut it off. She goes, "You're not the only fat girl here, so just get on the treadmill." Jesus. So they become yeah. then almost like the prison guards. Yeah. It's that thing of like you're policing yourself. You start yeah. becoming the prison guards and yeah. like being kind of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. So the challenge is, I'm just going to describe it. It's on a bridge at night. Oh, <laughs> right, a massive pleasant. bridge. And in the middle of the bridge is a mountain of sand that they have to climb. And I say a mountain of a sand, mountain right? Of sand. So they have to essentially, if they want to get immunity that week, run up and down this bridge three times. Or up the sand, up the mountain of sand. In between the bridge is the oh, mountain of sand, oh, so and over. they have to go over the sand, sand and down. So uh, once again, you're showing people, big people climbing up a sand mountain and falling down. What are you it? talking about, Grace? Have you been smoking some shit? I'm like, that is not a real thing. A sand Just, mountain. Yeah. yeah, but why would anyone need why was it? Why would it be good for your health to climb a sand mountain? On a bridge? Like, on a why bridge. is it on a bridge? Once again, all of it doesn't make sense. It's also it's at night. Spectacle. Yeah, it's an absolute spectacle. At night? That must have been a nightmare to oh, shoot. Oh, they must have been freezing. Oh, God. Um, after this, they go to a doctor. Um, all I can, I'm not going to go through with the doctor. The doctor essentially scares a living shit out of them. <laughs> and once, it, all of it is is weight-based. So they do lots of scans. And they, listen, they do go like, this is your lung capacity. We would hope it to be this, blah, blah, blah. You know, all this. Like they go into it. One contestant, right? And he's an older man. I'd say he's in his 50s. He's there with his son. He's had gastric bypass surgery in the past, okay. right? His stomach, he says, was the size of an egg at one point. And he, st- and he put on weight after that. Mm. The doctor turned to him, oh, the size of an egg, and he still put on weight. Oh, my God. He goes, and he still put on weight. Not in any way going, listen, what drives a person to go and get something as as extreme, extreme. as bypass surgery, to, to staple down their stomach to the size of an egg? What kind of self-hatred yeah. might cause someone to do that? And not be on beyond that, what happens to a person when they eat past physical discomfort yeah. of an egg? Because that man yeah. was obviously eating more than an egg because oh everyone God. needs to, by the way. Yeah. But like, that he would, what psychological thing is happening to this poor man? And instead mm-hmm. of that, going, and you still managed to put on yeah. weight. So no, I'm literally like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I've ever that, seen. That's the doctor. That's the doctor. So which, no once empathy. again, this is why fat people end up not going to doctors because yeah. they know the doctor's going to turn around and go, ah, well, if you lost weight, it's your weight. Even though if mm-hmm. a thin person was there, they go, we'll do blood test scans, everything like that. With a fat person's like, oh, it's your weight. Mm-hmm. Your weight's the problem. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. You're the weight. Your weight's the problem. So anyway. Then this next bit, I just wanted to show you because so it's so, it's just such product placement that when right. I saw it, I laughed out loud because they, they try and make it look like it's not product placement. But I want you to just watch this and see how natural you think this entire interaction is with Ginny and Mike. You need to be hydrated at all times. All right. Take your filter for a good bottle. All right. We can either fill up at our Brita faucet mount or our Brita pitcher. I like the Brita pitcher because it keeps it cold. <laughs> and there's no waste, so there's nothing to throw away. Saving the environment, hydrating your body. Probably cheaper after all, too. Saves you money. You make a very good point. <laughs> My goodness. I was just in the middle of the episode. <laughs> like an they're like in the gym. And she goes to, do you not have your water bottle? There's the two lads that are on like a treadmill. And they're like, no. And then they literally do this weird thing where she's like, now get your Brita filter. It keeps it cold. I, I like the Brita jug. <laughs> oh my God. It's better for the environment. Right? One guy goes, it's probably cheaper too. Great point. It saves oh you money. It just made me laugh because I was like, oh, 
Christ. Wow. They think they think we're that stupid that we're not gonna notice an absolute ad in the middle of it. Okay. Now for the elimination. I'm gonna show you this real quick, okay? Oh, the elimination. So once again, the elimination is very much like the weigh-in. They go to the same area. They're weighed in like this sort of industrial <laughs> zone. Zone. Yeah. Um, once again, they're made to stand um, in underwear because for some reason that's better for them. I don't know why. Um, it's those lead vests that everyone <laughs> wears. It's just... Um, okay. I'm just going to show you a quick one here. It's obviously a very tense moment as well. Oh, yeah, they have a surprise twist, by the way, for the elimination. Listen to this. Tonight, there will be no elimination. But nine of you are going home. They all start crying. Um, So... The twist is, no one's going to be eliminated, but nine of you are going to be sent home. Essentially, one person from every team, apart from the team that got immunity and the team that loses the most weight of the, like, couples, are going to be sent home. So every, one of every couple is going to be sent home. And then do those people become new teams or no? Oh, they're staying their they're same solos. teams. But basically, that's what they're doing. Essentially, though, right, then there's another twist comes at the end. It's so stupid. But another twist comes at the end where after two weeks or like a month 30 days whoever has lost the most weight their partner gets to come back it's so convoluted it's and so confusing. convoluted yeah. but the person who goes home also has to continue losing weight and <laughs> how, they continue how do you have weight. all this in your brain I'm <laughs> just like Connor, I'm so impressed I had to, I had <laughs> I'm to so watch impressed. it last night <laughs> but that's what I mean that why do these twists mm. what who does it help and like yeah. these people as well are like oh you're telling me I'm going to die mm-hmm. you're telling me essentially yeah. this is life or death yeah. and then you're saying Unless you stay here. But then you're going to kick yeah, me out. Exactly. For no reason other than exactly. entertainment. And they're standing there crying because they're like, oh, this yeah. is my last chance of life. Mm-hmm. Because you've made them think that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you just sent them to a doctor who was like, <laughs> you're going to die. And, you, <laughs> you know, know, the thing with X Factor is when someone gets eliminated from X Factor, it's sad because there goes their chance at X Factor fame. Yeah. Right? Yes. But when someone gets eliminated yeah. from The Biggest Loser, it's it's so hopeless. It's yeah. so like, oh, well, this was them pulling out all the stops, go big or go home. You know, yeah. they were like, yeah. this is my kind of last chance to finally get my life in order. And it's like, yeah, but you were one pound short. Yeah. So see you later. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just like, yeah. oh, best of luck. Best yeah. of luck to you. Like, yeah. you know, hopefully you can take some of what you've learned here uh, into your daily life. You know, what we recommend is running on a treadmill until you feel like you're about to die <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah, Do yeah, that yeah, every day yeah. before breakfast. That's a great way to start your day. And maybe in a year's time, you'll uh, have lost weight. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com.
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.